Hi guys, welcome back to the Grace Stop Co podcast. I hope you all are doing great. Um, this is February already. I can't believe that January flew so fast. Um, we're in the second month of 2022. Um, I hope that this year has been giving all it's supposed to give. <laughs> I hope we have been doing fine. I hope that work, business, everything in between has been fine. Um, I know that life happens and different things can happen and things happen not how we want them to but i just hope and pray that through all the situations and circumstances and trials that we might have experienced or currently experiencing i just hope and pray that god gives us comfort god gives us wisdom god gives us clarity god gives us direction and we see the fine lining we see the silver lining rather um despite the chaos that we might currently be experiencing i pray that we are hopeful and we just trust that god has our best interest at heart um in this month i want us to dive into details of why we are here what is the grace stop community about why am i showing up every week talking about one thing or the other on the podcast why are we trying to engage you on our social media platforms what is the grace stop community about like I, I really want to share more about the core of what why we're existing we're not just another podcast out there we're not just i'm not just here to waste your time every week and just speak for 20 30 minutes no what is the core of this community and why did we start the great stop community what is the core of what god has in store for us um, and that's what I'll be sharing in this in this month. So all the episodes that we'll be talking, we'll be sharing in February, I will be talking about our core. I'll be talking about why we are here, basically. So today I'll be starting off with a very familiar verse, and that is Matthew chapter six. Um, in the last verse, that's what we'll be focusing on. Matthew six verse thirty three, and we all know. Um, what that scripture says it says seek the kingdom of god above or above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need the king king james version says seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added to you now you might be wondering why am i picking this verse this verse is like one of the major anchors of the grace of community anchors of the message that we're trying to preach they were trying to push um the main reason why i started this community was because i had experienced life in two different um phases i'd experienced life where yes i was a christian yes i was going to church i was studying my bible i could say i had a relationship with god but i was living life based on my own plans based on my own understanding and i saw the effect that i had in my life i saw the effect of on how that affected my businesses and everything generally i saw how even though i said i was trusting god i was really not trusting god even though i said i was seeking god first i really wasn't seeking him first because when it came down to the integrities when it came down to making decisions i found myself doing things based on my understanding i would rather speak to a mentor and hear what the mentor has to say than ask god and even when i prayed i was not praying because you know when 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 for instance you you want to um you want to ask for permission for something for instance let's say you want to take a leave in the office and then you have to ask for leave 
that is a different situation as opposed to i'm just telling you i've already made a decision and i'm just telling you i'm not asking for your permission if you get what i mean i realized that that was how i was praying i was not praying to god because i needed his guidance i was praying because i'm just telling you just because so you won't say i didn't tell you i've made up my mind i've planned i've decided what i want to do and then i'm just letting you know so that you can bless my decision and then when things don't go as planned i come running at god to god rather and i'm crying and i'm saying god what's happening and if i'm calm enough to even listen to god and hear what he has to say at the moment immediately he says hey i'm running again trying to figure things out myself and i just kept on going round and round in that cycle that cycle and i'm like what it was so frustrating because i was not making any headway with what god wanted me to do i was not making any headway with my own personal plans and quotes because i didn't have the blueprint i didn't have direction i was just going based on what i knew based on what i have read based on what this person shared and there are so many premium tiers so when i had a a detailed understanding of seeking god first seeking god first the hebrew word for seek according to strong's concordance is zeteo i don't know if i'm pronouncing it well but it's z-e-t-e-o and it means to crave to demand something from somebody so when you when we say seek god we're saying crave god we're saying demand something demand for something and you can from from what i just shared you can you can hear the intensity in the word it's not just a passing statement it is deep like you have to intentionally deliberately seek deliberately crave deliberately demand demand put a pressing demand on god for something and we're not saying seek god last we're not saying seek god after you have made mistakes and then things do not work out seek god first and I have to emphasize on this because this is really the core of what we are preaching at, at the Grace of Community. We want women to normalize seeking God first. We want young people that the first thing that comes to mind when they are trying to make a new decision is, oh, let me it's not let me go and let me go and get a book and read about it, or let me go and listen to somebody, or let me I we want the first decision you make, the first point point of action you make when you're trying to make a new decision should be seeking God. If I'm able to make by sharing all of this, if it helps just one woman to get to that point where she normalizes seeking God first, I think that my, my job here is done. We're not really about the numbers. Yes, numbers are great, but if I am able to help just one person by sharing my story, by sharing all that God has placed in my heart to share. If I'm able to help just one person to get to that level where before you make any decision, it's just programmed in you to seek God first. If I'm able to help just one person, my job here is done. So guys, that's what we'll be that's what i'll be sharing um intensively in today's episode seeking god we need to see god in every season we need to 
choose to seek him in everything that we do. We need to seek his insight, seek his counsel, seek his wisdom. We need to seek God. We need to choose to turn to, me, to him, surrender every aspect of our life to him, not just one, not just to every area of our lives. We need to surrender it to him. We need to seek God's way over our ways of doing things. We can't keep doing things by ourselves and expect a God result. We can't keep doing things based on our notion, our, our ability, and expect to have a divine result. We should know that as God's children, we're not just here to pass time. We're here as God's vessels, here as God's instrument. God wants to do mind-blowing things through us, through our careers, our businesses, our homes, our family, everything about us. God wants to do mind-blowing things through us. And there is no way he can do that if we don't seek him for his divine blueprint. If we don't follow his following him is even different is is an is another story entirely after seeking him and he gives you the divine blueprint you have to be obedient and you have to follow and we'll probably share that in the next episode but today we're talking about the first step which is seeking him in proverbs chapter 16 verse 3 this is another verse that i really really love it says that you should roll your works upon the lord commit and trust him and trust them wholly to him. Now I'm really I'm reading this in the amplified um AMBC um version. It says roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. The King James Version. Um, says this in a, in a different way. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. All of these verses are saying the same thing. Give everything to God. Seek him first. Trust him with your life. Trust him with your business. Trust him with your career. Trust him with that choice, that decision that you're about to make. Are you about to buy a house? Seek God. Are you about to go back to school? Seek God. Are you about to choose what school to go to? Seek God. Are you about to start a new career, start a new business, or get investment, or whatever it is, hire a new, a, a new staff in your business, launch a new product, whatever it is, seek God. Regarding your marriage, regarding your spouse, even raising your children seek god before you execute anything in life seek god no matter how small that thing is every day in my dealings with god i see how interested god is in the minutest details how god wants to be involved in everything every aspect of our lives and if we don't seek him there's no god god does not force himself on us he won't force himself on you is when you seek him that we would find him and we need to seek him with all our hearts i want I, I want you to feel the emergency from from how i'm speaking i want you to feel the importance of what i'm saying because this is this is what will make or mar your journey through life to be very honest every day we hear stories of people who are committing suicide who are doing this who are doing that and if you think that going live by yourself by your own understanding, by your own wisdom, by your own initiative, will take you far. I'm, I'm just, I'm just suggesting that you just take a clue from the lives of people, especially in recent times. If you've been following the news, young people that are passing away, 
young, accomplished people in quotes. Accomplished people in quotes. I was re I was reading um an article. Someone was trying to break down the life of one one um lady that just passed recently. And he was just listing out all the things that she had accomplished at such a young age. And she she's clearly a role model. People are looking up to her like I, I want if I can achieve half of what you've achieved in my lifetime, I'm made. But even through all of those things that she had achieved, we, we, we saw the end result. We saw what it led to. We saw all the things that she had been battling. I'm not saying that um, people who follow God don't have battles, don't fight battles. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that when you see God's, when you see God's guidance, even with the battles that you're, that you're experiencing, even with the addictions, even with the terrible habits, whatever it is, when you choose to see God and you lay all of those things at his feet, Jesus Christ said, cast your burdens on me. Cast it on me. I would help. That's why. That's the reason why we have the Holy Spirit. That's the reason why we have an intimate relationship with God. God doesn't want us to do this life by ourselves. He doesn't want us to carry all the burdens by ourselves. He knows that there are burdens. He knows that there are trials. He knows that there are tribulations. But in, in everything we go through, God has promised that he will not leave us. He will not forsake us. And if there's anyone that we can trust, if there's anyone that does not toy with his name, that does not toy with his word, that is God. And when you, when you lay those burdens on him, when you surrender all of those things to him, he has promised, God has promised, he has promised. Like God's promise is something that you can hold on to with, with the last drop of blood in you because he will not fail. He will not fail. I'm a, I'm a testimony to it. And we are all God's favorites. God doesn't have one particular person that he loves. No, he loves each of each of, of, of us equally. And whatever he's doing to A, he can do times 100 to B or to C. So don't feel like, oh, maybe God doesn't really like me. Or maybe I'm not sure I'm in a class of people that God does amazing things for. No. Even in the Bible, it has shown us that God, he uses the, the wisdom. He, how does, how does, um, is it act of romance that says that he uses the foolish things he uses the wisdom i, I can't remember exactly I, I don't want to mix the word but the, the summary of what that verse says is that god will blow your mind god will make you god will make when, with the decisions that god makes I, I say sometimes that god has an amazing sense of humor because the things that you think oh this is how god would do it so god will just flip flip this he will just flip the switch and then it, it, he will blow your mind by the things that he that he does. So I'm really appealing to us. We need to normalize this act of seeking God first above any other thing else. Seeking him first. To seek something is to earnestly look for it with the expectation of finding it. When you are seeking something, you 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 are on a mission. The um the Jesus Christ shared um, shared a parable um of the there are two parables the the shepherd that lost a sheep and then left the ninety nine to go and look for that the lost sheep and the woman that lost a coin and left the others to go and look for that lost coin, and uh, with that parable Jesus Christ was letting us know this is how I seek for you guys this is how much i crave you guys and i need you guys to do the same 
Jesus Christ was showing us an example to follow. He's saying, this is how I earnestly seek you guys. I need you guys to do the same. I need you to earnestly look for something. Look for me. Look for me. I need you to earnestly crave my presence. I need you to earnestly seek me. I need you. Oh, Jesus Christ is a, is, is a perfect example, guys. And if you're wondering, if you ever, you're ever wondering what or how we're supposed to live life, I, I would advise that you go read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you would see how Jesus Christ just in every in his everyday life he was showing us examples of how to live and you would see multiple times when the bible says he go he he excludes himself from the crowd he goes to a secluded place to pray what do you think he was doing i mean jesus christ is god's son he does not need to do anything extra but he still took the time to seek his father he still took the time to seek his father. De what is our excuse? What is our why? Wh then why why don't we see the importance of this? Why don't we see how important this is? Like Jesus Christ was intentional about seeking God consistently, seeking God when whenever he wanted to make a big decision, when he wanted to um when he wanted to the the the, the familiar beatitude the sermon on the mouth he sought god before that even before crucifixion he spent time seeking god because he knew that he he was in a flesh a flesh that he that is limited and for him to do anything significant do you know what he meant to die on the cross that was a divine plan that had been prophesied for years coming to fruition and he was god god was using him as a vessel to bring that to life he knew that he could not do that by his own strength he needed to see God. The Bible said he was crying in the Garden of Gethsemane and, and, and sweat was dropping like blood. That is him earnestly seeking. He said, God, I'm seeking. I, I need your strength. If I'm going to succeed in this journey, in this assignment that you've given me without flopping, I need you. If I'm, if I'm supposed to carry this cross and go up that, that hill and die for these people that you love so much, I can't do it by my power. I can't do it by my own strength. I mean, this flesh, this mortal body, it will fail me. I need you. That is the same energy. That is the same way we're supposed to go, um, go through life. God, I need you every single day. I'm waking up in the morning. I need you. Today, I need you. I have a presentation. I need you. I need to make a decision. I need you. I have a child that is crying through the night. I don't know what to do. I need you, Lord. For every single thing, God, I need you. I can't do this by myself. I can't, I can't do anything by myself. This word has made us believe that we are self-sufficient. We can do it. I am self-made. That, that is a lie from the pit of hell. You can't do anything by yourself if God does not allow it and it takes humility it takes submission to come face down before God and say God I'm not standing here like Moses said I am not living here if your presence doesn't go with me I am not going nowhere nowhere because how far can we go without without God's presence how far can we go without God's leading how far can we go 
How far can we go? Do you want to be do you want to get to the point where you are stretched thin and then you snap before you know that you need God? So it is very important. It is very important. It is very important. It's so unfortunate that some people often do not seek God first. Some people decide, okay, let me try to do it by myself. And then if it doesn't work, I would, I would come back. They seek everything else before they seek, before they seek God. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, if you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So there's no partiality in this one. It's either you go, you do it right or you go home. Either you put in your all or you don't do it at all. When we seek God with all our hearts, that's when we'll find him. So you can see the intentionality in this. You can see the deliberateness. Like it, ha it is not something that will just happen in a whim. When you read about people that had amazing relationship with God in the Bible, we're talking about David. You would see the intentionality that David puts in seeking God, in communion with God. We, we, we love, we admire all the accomplishments that these people had, but it seems like we don't want to put in the work. And let me tell you, don't see this as a difficult thing. It, it starts with one day of saying, God, I'm done trying to figure this thing by myself. I'm handing everything over to you. Sincerely, with all my heart, I'm handing everything to you, Lord. I need your grace. I need your strength. I need your wisdom. I need your guidance. And then tomorrow, you're faced with a challenge. And you intentionally, yes, your heart, because it's, it's, a, it's a habit you've already formed, the habit of trying to figure things out yourself. Breaking old habits takes time. But you have to do it intentionally every single day with the minutest decisions. Decisions that you might feel, oh, it, it doesn't, it matters, my dear. It matters. When you're able to give those little things to God, it will be easier to give bigger things to God. It will be easier to, it will be easier to ask God for direction when it comes to bigger things. But it has to start small. It has to start one by one, one step at a time. And before you know, it will become a lifestyle. And that is our goal here at the Grace Stop community. We, we, we are a community of women who thrive by living each day through God's lens. That's who we are. And that's the community we're trying to, we're trying to build. If, if, if you feel like this is what you want, then you're in the right place. I want in the next one year, in the next five years, I'm looking at all of you and I'm hearing your stories and I'm hearing your testimonies of how you surrendered your life to God and how he helped you with addictions, how he helped you with depression, how he helped you in your business, in your marriage, with raising children. Those are the stories I want to be hearing from you guys. So I want, that's the reason why I'm putting the work every week. That's the reason why I am praying to God. I'm asking God, God, what do you want for your daughters? What do you want me to tell them? How do you want me to pass this message across so that it, it, it's a seed planted in your heart, a seed that would germinate, a seed that would bring forth the desired fruit. That's my earnest prayer every day. And I know that God is answering that prayer because I see, I, I see your comment and I see how much you guys are sharing and i'm just so grateful to god that he has chosen me to be a vessel 
so as we are wrapping up guys i just want to quickly share that the word seek in matthew chapter 6 verse 33 is not just a one-off thing is a present imperative verb it means that we are to pursue something and keep on pursuing it without stopping it's not something that you do once and then you stop like i shared earlier it's something you do every single day every single day and then if you back off in matthew chapter 6 that same chapter but in um, verse 25 to 34 you would see that god was talking about how the lilies trust him for their daily bread how we should not worry because it if it, it um god was saying that he the number of our, uh the hair on our head is he knows everything he knows every single strand he knows when one's chance full of god was saying that the lilies of the field they do not worry about what to eat and then god clothes them they are more beautiful than solomon in his in his best attire Jesus Christ had to talk about trust first before he now talked about seeking. So before you, be, trusting God is what would lead you to seeking him completely. Because if you're seeking something, for instance, you're trying to um, write an exam and you trust that if you pass that exam, you, it, will, it will open up more opportunities for you. Is that trust in what that exam can bring that will make you study and do all your all your best to make sure you pass that exam? So also with taking God, is it trust that we have for God? Trust that He has our best interest at heart. That's what would help us to seek Him earnestly. Worrying doesn't help. The energy that you would use to worry about, okay, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. I have, I, I, I need to, I need to, um, I need to launch this new product. I don't know how it will sell. We need to hit this target. I don't know how I'll do it. The energy that you would use to worry and have fear and all of that, channel that same energy to seeking God. Channel that same energy to seeking God and you will never, I'm telling you, you will never regret it. Once again, and once again, I'm a living testimony to that. I am learning each day to continuously trust God, to continuously seek him. Yes, I make mistakes sometimes, but I don't stay in my mistakes. I pick myself up. I ask for forgiveness and I continue seeking God. I continue seeking God. So um, I'm just going to end with a prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you. I thank you for the privilege to call you Abba. We thank you for the privilege to call you our Father. We thank you because you love us even before we understood the, 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 the true essence of love. We thank you for your faithfulness in our lives. We thank you for your deep love and affection towards us. We thank you for seeking us first and now you are teaching us on how to seek you. Lord, I'm praying for everyone listening to this. I'm praying for strength. I'm praying for wisdom. I'm praying for clarity. I'm praying that you lead them by the hand. I'm praying for those that are finding it difficult. They are just confused. What should I do? I don't know. 
yes i want to seek god but i don't know how to do it lord i'm praying for wisdom i'm praying that you lead them i'm praying that you 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 align their their lives with people and situations that would help them to come to this level of intimacy and seeking you in everything that they do thank you father because we know that you're planting seeds and those seeds would, would germinate to be fruit of righteousness thank you father in jesus name amen thank you so much for listening thank you for sticking around till this point um before we wrap up this episode um if you've been listening if you listen to the last episode you know that there is a giveaway so i just want to announce the two winners two people are going to be getting it's supposed to be three people but just two people um responded to the giveaway so we'll be giving them the two, we'll be giving them books so one of them is ayo bolak i hope i pronounced that well and the other is aderonke olisa so congratulations to both of you please send us a dm on instagram at grace.co um, send a dm with your information and we'll be in touch with you thank you so much i wish everyone a love-filled february i pray that god fills our hearts with so much love and joy in this new month have a beautiful february guys see you in the next episode next week friday bye